summer jobs, your kids, and taxes. Hey everyone, I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of Irish Financial, and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Summer is quickly approaching, and not sure about you, but I know lots of family, friends, and cousins, and they're getting ready for their summer jobs, and some even first time they will be working this summer. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, if you've been able to get to the point where actually someone wants to hire you and pay you to do something, and hopefully it's a fun summer job like a camp counselor, or maybe you're working at Starbucks or working at Walgreens or Walmart or somewhere where you can learn something and at least um, gain some valuable skills. And I think summer jobs are super important, super valuable. I swept floors in warehouses and worked in retail and did all kinds of um, kind of not so fun jobs, but learned a lot about responsibility and working with other people and showing up on time and leaving on time <laughs> and the value of hard work and how hard it is to make a dollar. So I can't wait till my kids are old enough to get a summer job. They're still a little young, 11 and eight. So they got a couple of years, but um, I talked to my cousins and some neighbors who are working summer and they're kind of stoked because they're looking to make some money. So I wanted to do a podcast for all the parents out there who have some kids that are going to be working the summer. Talk about tax filing requirements and obviously what type of tax could be due on this earnings. W-2 versus 1099, withholding taxes. And then, of course, you know me, I'm going to bring in how you can actually save taxes and potentially save for retirement from your first summer job. So basically, it's kind of simple. Um, there's two types of income. There's earned income and non-earned income. Earned income is from the performance of services, Okay. Non-earned income is essentially capital gains, dividend, interest, non-W-2 income, non-employment income, essentially investment income. So basically, if you have a minor kid and earns less than $12,950 in 2022, they will not have to file their own tax return, okay? Um, you'll basically be able to report them on your return. If they make more than $12,950, they're going to have to file their own tax return. Okay, and that's earned income. Income from the performance of services, like being a counselor at camp. If there's under-earned income, okay, and that's from investment income, the threshold is $1,150. So if they make under $1,150, they don't have to file their own return. If they make over $1,150 in investment income, non-earned income, they have to file their own return. Okay, so those are the two types of income, the two categories of income. When you're dealing with summer jobs, you're clearly looking at earned income. Okay, so the number is going to be the 12,950 bucks. If your child dependent earns less, don't have, they don't have to file their own return, you're going to be able to report them on your return. If they make more than the 12,950, they have to file their own taxes. Now, child still owes social security and FICA tax. So a lot of kids will actually pay no income tax and just basically owe social security and Medicare or minimal federal income tax. They're making four or 5,000 bucks 
and uh, Social Security and Medicare tax is going to eat up most of their um, income. So just something to keep in mind. Um, the if you're if the child just has interest, dividends, and other in income more than twenty two hundred bucks, then there is a specific tax on unearned income that they have to file in Form eighty nine fifteen, and um, something to keep in mind. Now the Social Security Medicare tax is about 15.3%, 12.4% for Social Security, 2.9% for Medicare. Um, generally, if it's a W-2, the employee's go, employer is going to withhold that. If the employee, the child, is a 1099 independent contractor, then that's something that child will report on a Schedule C, either on his or her own tax return or on the parent's tax return. Now, what about withholding taxes? This is an issue a lot of kids get um, impacted by. So what some employers do is they're going to use a pretty high withholding tax ratio, basically assume the kid's going to be working for the employer the whole year. And a lot of the income is going to be eaten up by withholding taxes. Now, you could play around with this through an IRS W-4 and lower the withholding, um, or you can just file for a refund because generally the withholding tax that is going to be withheld from the paycheck probably is going to be more than the income tax owed by the child. So you can use a W-4 to reduce that threshold if the child's going to you know, want to access some of that cash during the summer, or at least more of the cash. Or you can just you know, deal with the withholding rate the employer is using and then file uh, a return, get a refund when you file uh, your return. So if you don't see any withholding, it's probably because the employer is treating your child as a 1099 independent contractor which is fine, no problem. It's the employer's responsibility to treat the individual correct way, whether it's an employee, W-2, or a contractor, 1099. That's not the responsibility of the, the person performing the services, but it's the responsibility of the employer as the agent of the government. So that's not your liability. But if you see a paycheck or a check or a wire without any withholding tax, it's probably because they're treating them as a 1099 or you went into the W-4 and picked a very, very low withholding rate. Um, but if that's the case, um, that's okay. Um, but just note that you're still gonna have to file the social, pay the Social Security and Medicare um, at some point. So what about paying your own kids, right? And I've done a bunch of videos on this. I, I think I did an Adam Talks on this some several months ago. Um, the key is you need to have a business and you only should pay your kids what you would pay a third party. Right, so cleaning the leaves up in your backyard, um, taking the trash out, not a good idea. Why? Because that's not a business. But if you have a, I don't know, motel or you have a, a store and you're uh, a restaurant and your child is going to be a um, line chef or um, he or she is going to be um, a lifeguard at the pool in the hotel, whatever the case may be, if it's an employer paying the child, assuming the fees are reasonable and you're paying the child for a service a third party would perform, that's okay, okay? In that case, again, you can pay the child and the, you get a deduction for it, you pay the child and the child will then report the earned income. If it's over 12,900 on a uh, parent's tax return, if it's over on the child's own tax return. So that's the one thing, just remember, if you don't have a business, be careful about paying your kids to do anything because um, it probably won't fly with the IRS. Now, what about your neighbor? If your neighbor wants to pay your kid for babysitting, that's fine. That's not a parent. So you have more, 
flexibility or leeway that way. Of course, you want to make sure it's for genuine services being performed. But in that case, it's not a parent paying the kids. So you don't need the business setting uh, for that. So what happens if your kids make a bunch of money this summer? What do they do? Well, don't spend it all. Um, they're young. Take advantage of savings. It's a great lesson. Start a good habit. A couple choices. You can go a pre-tax IRA if you want your kids to get a deduction, $6,000 maximum. Obviously, you need earned income of at least six. If your kids only make $3,000, you take away Social Security and FICA and then the 15.3%, and then that net amount can be contributed to an IRA. Of course, yes, let your kids spend some of that money. They worked hard for it. Don't need to save every penny, but maybe you want to save 20 or 30 or 40% of it. Not a bad idea, right? You want to take advantage of the power of deferral. Your money grows faster in a retirement account. Why? Because the income and gains are not subject to annual income tax. That takes advantage of the power of compounding returns, which Albert Einstein coined the eighth wonder of the world. Assuming an 8% annual rate of return, your money will double every eight years. So it's a super powerful tool. Roth IRA, $6,000 max. The beauty of a Roth IRA is so long as the child is over 59 and a half, he, can, he or she can pull the money out tax-free. Yes, I know they're going to have to wait 30, 40 years, but imagine how much money will be there in the 40 or 50 years, even if the child makes five grand, four grand this summer, and even if they don't put any more money into an IRA for the rest of their life, they could have potentially six figures in 30 or 40 years. Now, of course, you want to start good habits. This is the point of starting to save for retirement at an early age. This is starting a good routine. So now your child said, hey, I put away X dollars. I invested it in stocks or bonds or cryptos. And I've hopefully seen it grown over the years. Wow, next summer, I'm going to keep doing it. And when I get a job after school, I'm going to keep putting away X percentage. And when I start my first job after college, I'm going to max out my 401k. It starts the routine, which is a good routine and something all young folks should be learning. Um, unfortunately, no high schools, colleges, not even law schools teach you about IRAs or 401ks, right? I always give this example. I went to university. I went to law school. I have a master's in tax law. I never learned, took one class on an IRA or 401k. In fact, I practiced tax law for nine years at major law firms in New York City. And I never even heard of the self-directed IRA world. One of the catalysts for me starting IRA Financial was I was helping a hedge fund client who wanted to use his IRA to invest in a hedge fund. And when I first got the assignment from the partner, I remember thinking, well, you can't do that. IRAs have to be invested in stocks and mutual funds. So this is going to be pretty easy. Well, I figured out and uh, that, that research assignment changed my life because I walked right into the self-record IRA world and I could not believe it. I was blown away that you can actually do real estate and private placements and hard money loans and precious metals and now cryptos and all kinds of cool stuff. I had no idea you could do. So the idea is that, hey, get, get young people interested in savings, watch the savings grow, whether it's in stocks or mutual funds or cryptos or some other investment, crowdfunding, whatever it is. Hopefully they can see that savings pays off and it will start a very, very positive routine and something that can change the course of their life because as they keep doing this on an annual basis, their savings will grow. And lo and behold, they will have lots of money when they 
retire. So IRAs and Roths, obviously, if you're younger, you probably want to do a Roth because so long as you can be patient and wait and keep those funds in the Roth IRA till you're 59 and a half, it's all tax-free. Whereas if you did a pre-tax IRA, once you're over 59 and a half, you can pull it all out, but you got to pay income tax. No penalty, but an income tax. Whereas a Roth IRA, it's all tax-free. Now, if you're a 1099, right? Remember I said, maybe you work somewhere and they're not treating you as an employee, maybe whatever task you're doing, they're treating you as an independent contractor. You can then set up a solo 401k or even a SEP, but a solo 401k is far more robust. Why? Because you can contribute a lot more money. For example, let's say you made 10,000 bucks this summer. The SEP IRA would only let you put 20% away or 2,000 bucks. The solo 401k will let you go all the way up to 10,000 minus your 15.3% of social security and, and Medicare. So you can put away a whole lot more money in a solo. Um, and again, the solo has a pre-tax and Roth component. It also has a loan feature, lets you borrow some money if you need it, which at, your, at a young age, you probably don't need to be borrowing money. Um, and obviously you can still do self-directed investments if you wanna do alts. So um, that is only available if you are a 1099. If you're W-2, you work at, um, you know, Starbucks or um, Walmart, they're going to W-2 you and um, you're going to need to, um, you know, set up an IRA because the SEP and the solo is only if you are self-employed, which if you are W-2, unless you have other income, maybe you sell stuff on eBay or Etsy or wherever else uh, you do things, that's possible. You can still set up a solo for that activity, but summer job, if, it is a, if you are a W-2, then it's going to be an IRA or Roth. Probably want to go Roth because you're young and you want to lock in your tax-free gains. Um, but that's it. Super exciting time. Uh, everyone loves the summer, right? No school. Um, things are a little quieter at work. Vacation time. Weather's great. Except if you live in Florida, not so great. And um, for kids too, if you're past the point where you are going to camp um, and maybe you're a counselor or lifeguard or get to work, at uh, a cool restaurant or a cool retail store at the mall, something fun, get to make some money, get to hang out with some cool people and also learn a lot. I mean, I think you'll learn more. Honestly, I remember learning more in the summer than I did at school because you learn what life's all about. It's about dealing with sometimes people you don't love, whether it's a customer, coworker, learning how to handle tough situations. Getting screamed at, I remember I had a customer scream at me um, at the establishment I was working at. It wasn't even my fault, but I took it. I just apologized. <laughs> and it was a good lesson because in life, um, sometimes you got to you know, take responsibility for things you don't do. Um, and it's just some good life lessons. Also taught me how hard it is to work. I remember coming home uh, and I, the first week I would just like go to bed. It's eight o'clock. I was wiped out. Um, and, and I just realized like, oh my God, school is <laughs> so much easier than this. Um, wow. Um, so I was blown away how hard it is nine to five to work. Um, it's very rewarding to get that paycheck. Kind of frustrating sometimes to see the taxes withheld, but um, that's la vie. But all in all, it's a super, uh, um, for me, it was a very valuable um, couple summers. I learned a lot, helped me get a really good work ethic. And uh, you know, I think helped me better, better person, better business person, and even a better student um, you know, from those experiences. So I hope your kids, We'll have similar experiences, make some money, and then uh, whether they're W-2, 1099, now you know about earned income versus unearned income, filing tax returns, no tax returns, tax rates, Social Security, Medicare, 
versus um, uh, independent contractor. And then also um, some retirement and tax savings. Pre-tax IRA will give you deductions to save taxes on your income year in the summer, uh, but you'll have to pay tax when you pull it out after 59 and a half. If you pull it out before 59 and a half, you'll also pay a 10% penalty plus tax. Roth IRA is great, but you gotta be super patient and wait till you're 59 and a half to pull it out. Contributions could always be pulled out anytime, but the earnings on the Roth contributions, which is the juice, that you need to wait till you're 59 and a half. The Roth will of course be open at least five years. Um, or if you're 1099, you can do the SEP and the solo 401k, which based off my example on the $10,000 in net income, 20% on the SEP um, is far less than if you were able to um, use a solo K and save pretty much dollar for dollar up to the 10,000 minus the 15.3 social security and uh, Medicare tax. So there you go. Um, that in a nutshell is um, all you need to know about your kids working this summer and some of the tax implications. So um, hopefully everyone has a great summer. Yes, I'll be talking to you next week. So uh, I'm not going anywhere this summer. I'll be giving you some great content. So if you're walking, jogging, or kind of just lounging around the house, hopefully um, this podcast is, um, you know, helps you kind of get through the moment. I'll pick up a couple uh, tidbits of information, hopefully have some fun with it as well. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Um, don't forget if you miss a podcast, don't worry. They are available anytime or anywhere you pick up podcasts, whether it's Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or you can just go on YouTube and check it out, um, whenever you want. So thanks again for spending some time with me today. Have a great rest of your week and talk to everyone again next week. Take care.